boy, look at our tetter squad We just got on a pitch and we set it off I used to just wanna get top four But we're up now and I want a lot more If we quit now, it was all for nothing They talk big but we call them bluffing We can call no more discussion This season's all or nothing What's up people, welcome to another episode of the Cannon Club podcast where we debate and give opinions on all things Arsenal. Make sure you follow us and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice, leave us with a five-star review and if you want this discussion in more digestible chunks, make sure you head over to the YouTube channel, Cannon Club, subscribe, join the conversation Mm. over there. My Mm. name is Max and as always I'm alongside my co-host Paul. Paul, what are you saying bro? I'm good, my bro. Took three points away from that stinky place. So, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, just good generally. Everything's all right. Can't complain, man. You? Yeah, man. It's 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 been um, an interesting weekend in football. Like I, I feel like I got to a point on Saturday when I was seeing you know all the top teams have trouble against their opposition. Yeah. And then I was laughing. I was making jokes, and I was thinking, ah, <laughs> to be honest, I better shut up because <laughs> we don't win. Come Goodison. Um, yeah. But yeah, we got three points. We've ended the the hoodoo, which has stood for what? The best part of five, six years. I can't believe that, bro. Like when I heard that stat, I was like, you would thought it was Etihad, bro. Like what's <laughs> going on? At Goodison, we ain't won since Urza and, Alex- um, Urza and Alexis were doing. Ah, oh, you're having me on. I yeah. couldn't believe that, man. But yeah, happy to get that one behind us. Yeah, just it's just not good enough. But one by one, we just need to stop bearing some of these grounds around the Premier League. Mm. Um, we know Etihad is still a, a a big nightmare that we have to overcome this season. In Jesus' name, we have to overcome that one. Um, mm. But yeah, it was good to start with um, Goodison and get that out of the way. Um, so yeah, we obviously saw the lineup for that particular match and we saw um, a bit of a different lineup to what we are used to, namely a change in our goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. So there had been rumours before the match began that this was going to happen, that um, we were going to get a different goalkeeper or, or Raya was going to have a run in the team. Mm. And by God, it happened. We saw <laughs> we saw Raya starting and, um, you know, for those that don't know, we have now put out a review podcast of the match so if you want to hear exclusively our thoughts on the match you can check that out it should be in your podcast feed um but in general as you know if this was like class and you had to kind of grade this performance like um what did you think of David Raya well I thought I thought for someone who didn't have a lot to do he did it really well like for Mm. someone who you know I mean there was not a noticeable save I think he had one in the first half and the rest was just collecting crosses and distributing the ball when it managed to find its way back to him. And he did it with a lot of calm, safety. I felt a different sort of confidence. And I think that's really the key thing I want to highlight. It's just how a keeper makes you feel when they're distributing the ball. Like you're not saying in the back of your head, just hoof it. You are comfortable yeah. for them to take their time to look where they want to pass it because you know there's going to be accuracy and they're going to be able to receive the ball however it comes to them, um, obviously in like an understandable way. But um, yeah, I had no no qualms. I've obviously got no issues with Ramsdale. Um, I still think he's a good keeper. I still think he's fine as our number one. Uh, but Raya's definitely gave, given me some things to think about. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about just 
how similar these guys are, but then the, the key differences. And um, in a game against Everton, you expect a lot of crosses coming in and mm. corners, set pieces in general. And David Raya's stats come out trumps to Ramsdale in terms of coming out, collecting the ball, things like that. There was... <laughs> <laughs> there was one point in that Everton game, I think it was a free kick they put in, and David yeah. Ryan jumped up big, he caught it, but um, James, is it Chavalski that was under him? Oh, Chavalski, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he dropped the ball. And yeah. <laughs> you, you, my reaction, I was just like, this guy that they said could catch balls, <laughs> now he's dropping them. But you know, I, I never actually saw he got cleared out. As yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe it. My heart skipped the video. I was just thinking, bro. Um, everything they said he's good at, now look at. Um, mm. But yeah, he, um, like you said, truth be told, he never really had much um, going yeah. against him. Even in the way of crosses and stuff, you know, that, that was maybe his most action that he saw within the game. Yeah. Um, like I, I mentioned before, one one shot from distance from Idris Agey. Yeah. Um, but he looked comfortable doing it. Yeah. And more than anything, it was when the ball's at feet. It's often in the last season, two seasons, we've seen Ramsdale look his weakest. Mm. Uh, ball at feet, having to make a pass into midfield or defence and it might get intercepted, might get misplaced, or you didn't pass it to the, the person's right foot like yeah. or, left, or whatever whatever their their foot is um and then they've got picked and then the, before we know it the ball's in the back of the net yeah. and i looked at raya and he was just playing like he was part of uh, a niesta javi midfield in the national team like just it's this it's the same passes that ramsdale makes but it, it was just the fluency and the the ease yeah. like it's easy for him yeah it it, it looks natural you yeah. see when you can see someone who looks like they've learned this, that they've spent time and they've cultivated the ability to pass up from the back. But with him, he I think I don't know if there's many keepers that look more comfortable on the ball than him, maybe other than Onana, but he can't save so <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but but he looks super comfortable on the ball. And like I was saying, it just it just puts your mind at rest. Even though Ramsdale can pick out a peach of a pass, there's still a part of me, and maybe it's I'm conflating it with the mistakes he's made overall but generally speaking I was just like oh I, I don't mind this feeling in terms of you know uh he, the ball at his feet but it's still very early days we don't know if this is going to be a run if Ramsdale's going to come back in or if Raya's going to get the run um and uh yeah we still haven't seen him make enough saves for us or see if he makes extraordinary saves if he's you know not letting easy stuff in there's going to be a lot to to pick out in terms of him and just see who wins this duel because uh, it doesn't feel like it's going to end with both of them at the club and fighting for number one. Someone's going to win by the end of this season and we'll just kind of see how the chips lay. But for this performance, I had nothing but, but praise for him. With the little that he did, he did it well. So let's let's kind of try to kind of fast forward quickly and just think what do you think the outcome is going to be come the end of the season? Let's say, mm. let, let's just say for argument's sake, they get a fair shot at the games, like 50-50 almost, yeah. you know, whether they split, say we get 10 Champions League games, obviously, mm. before, but he gets yeah. to get Champions League games, they play five each. Premier League is what, 38 games. 
whatever mm. that is, split down the middle, like yeah. let's say, like 15, 16, 17 games each. Like mm. fairly, and then obviously cup games, however. What do you think the play is in terms of who we keep or who will pipe up and not be happy about that situation in itself? I think I have a sneaky feeling that Raya is going to win. And mm. only because I just feel like if his statistics ring through, I just don't know if Ramsdale is going to be able to keep up with that consistency because we've had him for like, what's it now? This is now his third season. And I've gone through all the stats in terms of even his stop sh- um, shot stopping. It's like 12th in the league. Like in all of his areas, he's very mid table. He's not very exemplary at anything where mm. Raya is. And even when it comes to kicking, again, I know we spoke in one of our transfer episodes about kicking it is different from kicking to Jesus and Nketiah than kicking to Ivan Tony. But yeah. he's doing that well. And again, the little we saw today, it looks like, you know, the ability is there. It's real. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, it's just because there was a big six foot two, six foot three guy up top. Yeah. So I just feel in terms of ability, he may have the edge. But the one point where I'm still maybe like not counting Ramsdale out is his character's huge. And I feel like that's been his whole career, which yeah. is, you know, people have counted me out. I've been at clubs where they've been relegated before. Um, he's had to deal with pressure, with criticism, and he's always risen above it. And this might be another time where he does it again. Um, so I'm not counting him out. I Inside, I feel like Raya's going to win. But if Ramsdale did, I'm not angry at either. I'm still kind of assessing Raya to see if he's got the full package. Um, but Ramsdale has had like a pretty unfortunate year of like mistakes and maybe letting some shots in which he couldn't. So he's kind of starting on the back foot. Um, but the one thing I am really happy about is I know that we're not taking any L's, whoever leaves or doesn't, because if Ramsdale wins, fine. He, he's already on the big contract. Raya was only a 3 million loan. It's fine. We then go and get some granddad's goalkeeper to just fill in. Yeah. If Raya wins and Ramsdale doesn't want to say, We've got him on like the extra four, five-year contract. Someone will come in for him and we're getting big bucks. We could easily double what we what we bought him for. Yeah. Easy. So we're protected on all sides. It's just we're in that stage now where we're we're talking about players that we like and players that we want to stay and take Arsenal to the mountaintop, but we're definitely gonna lose some along the way. And Ramsdale might be one of the one of the casualties. But where where do you sit on the whole? debate do you think he's gonna last who Raya Ramsdale Ramsdale I I feel like okay now obviously stats are stats so if stats say, say that he's not really that great um mm. and I was thinking he is then that's that's evidence isn't it that's hardcore evidence yeah. uh, I do think there has been maybe not an agenda against Ramsdale but an agenda to 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 get Raya into the club for a very long time now yeah we know, obviously, the goalkeeping coach has not good ties with David Raya and even with a number one in Ramsdale. Um, 
we're here. But the, the goalkeeping coach is still telling Arteta, come look at my friend. He's though. a snake. <laughs> Can you imagine go, yeah. you're going to work every day? And and you're... I, I think for Ramsdale, that, that, mm. that's a tough position to be in. Like It's like not, nothing you, you're doing is enough yeah. to still improve this guy that's now going to report back to the gaffer. And the gaffer's here showing him, oh, okay, what about this guy, Raya? So mm. I, feel, I feel like it's a very difficult position for Ramsdale to be in. Um I think that he's definitely got it in him to for the fight to try yeah. and keep his place and stuff like that. But mm. it's one of them ones where the decision might already, already be made. And it's just a case of this is just managing the situation as best as possible. Yeah. Um so that yeah, it, it can be seen that you know everyone had a fair crack even though they know mm. what they're going to do. But like you said, there, there is no losers in the situation. I'm trying to be logical and not emotional about it. Like Ramstar, I like him, but I'm, mm. I, I want my team to be better at the same time. So if it means that uh, Raya is the answer, then sorry, Ramsdale, Raya is the answer. But mm. if Ramsdale is the one that comes out and wins the battle, then it's a case of, well, he deserves it. He might mm. have probably even gone up a level for him to beat Raya. Um, so yeah, and if we, if we end up selling him, there's going to be good money for him. So like you said, it's um it's win-win almost. Mm-hmm. Um the, the only case we lose is if we keep kind of chopping and changing keepers and yeah. it disrupts the defense and disrupts the back four and all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Other than that, this situation shouldn't really be a lose situation for Arsenal at all. Yeah. No, I mean I'm 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 with you with that. Um I just kind of hope that I mean, at the end of the day, Rai wouldn't be here if Ramsdale was performing. Like, we just have to call a spade a spade. You're yeah. not going to bring in some... You don't see people trying to replace Saka. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so he kind of has to own that, and I'm sure he has, and then just try and kick on. And like you said, if Ramsdale wins, it's because he's gone up a level. And if that's the case, then it's better for us. If Ryan came in and his job was to play some games and take Ramsdale to the next level, then so be it. But, um, yeah, I think definitely it's now about fine margins, about making sure the team is perfected in all areas and clearly goalkeeper is uh, is one of those areas yeah it's one of them ones like you said fine margins like mm. we're just trying to get the team better that's yeah. it and um, you know we have to look at every single bit every single person one yeah. person that again I maybe hold it in too much high regard expecting too much from Bukayo Saka I think mm. he looks knackered. I, I just <laughs> I, I don't see the guy, and I know you're saying that you know maybe he starts the season off slowly, mm. but I just don't see him yet. He's still racking up the accolades, he's still getting the goals, he's still getting the assists and stuff like that. Yeah. Wednesday, we embark on our Champions League j- um journey. Are we away or at home to PSV? We're at home to PSV. Okay, that's that's good. Either yeah. way, I don't want to see Saka start the game. Um, okay. Whether we're away, whether at home, I'm not saying he mm. can't come off the bench. Mm. I think he should probably come off the bench to get a tune up for the weekend. We got Spurs, mm. um, but I don't. I don't think Bukayo Saka needs to start this game, especially even now that you say it's at home. Mm. Uh, we want to start your best players. This is the Champions League. This is what they've all fought for. So it's yeah. going to be a bomb. It's going to be hard to tell him that, and you know, it's not going to be easy. <laughs> yeah. But I think he needs to be rested, man. I, I just think, like, it's, I feel like even with the Premier League, they're going for some record of how many games back-to-back yeah. appeared in the Premier League or something mm. like that. Like, and, and I'm not saying go as far as 
fringe into the deep souls of our squad and bring <laughs> yeah. out like Nelson or someone like that that hasn't played much at all. Mm. It could be a Gabriel Jesus starting on the right. Yeah. Me, up top. Mm. Something like that. Like, I, I just feel like Saka needs a rest. I'm with you, but my bro, he's not going to get it. He's not getting it this weekend. This week, sorry. With the, uh, the first Champions League game, like, we need, we, we want to get three points. I can see Mikel going, like, full strength team. And my only hope is that because the game's on Sunday and we're mm. playing Tuesday, that we'll get the extra bit of rest. And I think he'll definitely lean into the five five substitutes. Um, hopefully the game goes our way and we're able to, like, rest people. I just can't see him resting Saka or anyone who's not injured. But I'm happy to be wrong. Um, on Saka... But do you want Saka to start? No, I don't want him to start. I don't want him to start, but I think he will. But I don't want him to start. I think we could get by PSV at home with, like you said, a Jesus on the right and leave him play Eddie up top. I think mm. we'd be fine to manage that. And he can or Trossard up top. Or the old Trossard up top. I think, I, think, I, don't, I think he needs a rest. I don't know if you saw in the week, but there was this uh, uh, article that came out from the Daily Mail saying that Saka's had like a long-standing Achilles heel yeah, problem. Yeah, I heard, that, like I heard that. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, players manage those sort of injuries like throughout their whole career. You know, you're always managing one thing or the other. But I think when you couple that with the fact that he's played now, what is it now, 84, 85 games, Premier League games back to back, and then he's got. He, he doesn't even rest in League Cup games, in FA Cup games, uh, European League games, international, Gareth Southgate's playing him. Like, he got, he had that the last 20 minutes against Scotland. He didn't even need to come off the bench for that. You know, that's a whole different conversation. But he's just, he just feels like he's never rested. And my my fear is that he's just going to, because I don't think he's actually had an injury. I can't remember a time he's had an injury for us. Like, I think he's come off maybe a couple of games. I remember last season with Nottingham Forest, he came off. But he was back the next game. So <laughs> you just feel like there has to come a point because he's young right now, but I, I get Wilshire and Van Persie. Like, you know, once these guys get that injury, depending on where it is, now to start trying to get back to the level and even in terms of just he's our, one of our star players. So... I do want him to have a rest. I'd be happy if he came off the bench and got a 25, 30 minutes and obviously we win and then he's ready to go for the North London derby. I know there's a thing about momentum and making sure that you're not like resting them for too long because then they get out of the rhythm and the flow, but he can surely miss out 70 minutes and just put his feet up and all that. I mean, in my opinion, with this Champions League group, I want us to get through early. Like, yeah. kind of like how we do with the Europa. If we can just slap four out of four, and then the other teams are like drawing and all that sort of stuff. So they're way behind us. So the last two games, we can just give, rotate. you know, rotate out properly because the kid needs a rest, man. He's still coming up with the, goal, with the goals and the assists. So again, like we said on our match review, which you should check out, we he's still coming up trumps, which is the signs of a world-class player, but just generally for fitness, like... Even G, like God rested on the seventh day, you know what I mean? Like he's got, he might, he's got to rest at some point. He's got to yeah. put up his feet. If if we can't beat PSV without Saka, 
then I would I, I retract my statement. I'm here last week on the podcast giving the bigger that we could win the Champions League. If mm. we can't beat PSV without Saka, yeah, that's 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 not good. That's not good at all. Bro. <laughs> like yeah. them man aren't good. Like they play in a league, a two-team league between them and Ajax. Every 10 years you might see Feyenoord wake up and mount a challenge, but that's about mm. it. Like they're, they're, they're not good. We spoke a little bit again last week about um, how the team has been weakened since the team that beat us last season mm. in the Europa and that was away from home. Yeah. Um, and they've lost all their players since then. Yeah. And we need we need to rotate anyway. There's, we have Tottenham on yeah. on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, yeah, Sunday, yeah. We've got Tottenham on Sunday and I would rather him being ready have going full pelt against them than PSV. Yeah. And I'm sure most Arsenal fans would want to see, you know, you don't want to see him play 90 minutes against PSV and then 90 minutes again against Tottenham. Like, yeah, I just, it doesn't make sense. Like we, we need to rest him. There could be others, but right now I'm just focused on what it's going to take to get him sharper. And as much as playing is part of that, resting Mm. is part of that as well. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, it'll be difficult to have the conversation, but I think it's just we've got to think about the team. And I think the the uncomfortable feeling that us most fans get is because everything good for so many years has flowed through for Saka for this team. So him being out of the team, you just started thinking, oh, who's going to provide? Who's going to this? And who's going to... But we have a good squad now. I mean, maybe we can run through like a team that we might put out. Um, but I think we can... You know, Trossard's there, like even like a Nelson's there. You could say Gabriel Jesus on the right, even maybe Havertz, Fabio Vieira can play there. You know, like I just there's a lot of options where we can put people in there and like you said, that off the bench, come on, see out the game, like keep that momentum so you're not like going into the Tottenham game just like dry, no minutes, Mm. you know, but keep you keep yourself going, keep the fitness and so on and so forth, get the sharpness. But yeah, the starting thing and, you know, especially how it is the game, you'll think, oh yeah, just get Saka to blitz him in the first half. Saka comes off at half time. It just never goes that way. We don't blitz. We don't blitz. We don't, any- blitz. We don't blitz now. Like if this was Wenger days, I would have said, yeah, we would have yeah. come to blitz these kind of teams and then they'll take them off nice and early and give the, the what's it, Mark Randalls of the, of the day a run out. You love him, Mark Randall. I, that guy was way. That guy was wavy, man. I hope he's cool, man. <laughs> but yeah, man. But yeah, like I think I think that could be for a lot of players. I I, I think because Bakal's been in the team, obviously the longest in terms of you know he's just been a regular for quite a while that we worry about him. But even players like Erdegaard and you know these ones that are not getting injured, uh, Ben White, Saliba. Like at some point we're gonna have to. I know it's a bit less technical with the defenders, but we saw Saliba get injured, you know, and that a back injury like that, especially the lower back, it's like a stress injury, which we'd say comes from playing too much, mm. too much of a reliance. So we have to get better at managing these players, which, again, with Vieira coming in for Havertz, I know that's a form-based thing, and taking off Martinelli, um, which seemed like precaution because he didn't seem that bad. Previously, maybe he just sticks with uh, with Martinelli and he plays him through. And then, you know, I think if you remember a couple of seasons ago, when we played Tottenham away, 
and we lost 2-0 and he pushed party back onto the field when he had the you know that his hamstring or something had gone so i don't think he'll do that anymore so mm-hmm. i'm just hoping we can still put out a very strong team um and even like said today's sunday we've got a game in two days yeah if i'm not mistaken it is tuesday right where's the nice wednesday okay it's wednesday it's saying tuesday it's wednesday because it's sunday okay still Still, it, yeah, it's still nothing, nothing, nothing changes. Nothing changes. It's still the same. I just, I, yeah. I think the only way that Saka starts on Wednesday mm. is if Martinelli is for sure out because you don't mm. want to then maybe change too much in the team. So yeah. if if Martinelli's fit and he plays Martinelli, mm. I, th- I think Saka should come out of the team. Yeah. If 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 Martinelli is injured and isn't available, not that I think Saka should start, but he starts Saka. But I'm I'm still not hearing that because he when he wants to put um flipping what's his name party right back and give you here and do all them changes. How many changes is he making? So it's still the same business. You know what I mean? Like he can he can still we can still get by PSV. I know they're probably with Sevilla the quote unquote probably. Arguments can be made for who's tougher, but we're at home. It's the first game. I think we're going to be, everyone's going to be up for it. It's going to be electric. Again, I don't see it happening, but I just feel like we should be able to get through them with the current squad that we have. And we still have to think about Tottenham at home. I know maybe we're not travelling, which kind of does help, but still, we don't want any European hangovers. Tottenham haven't got any European football. They've been playing well, unfortunately. Um, and they're going to want to come over and, and get one over on us. And that just can't happen. We need to knock the wind out of their cells and keep driving forward. So, yeah, like at the very least, rotation needs to be, not rotation, substitutions need to be employed from early. Mm. I'll happy, I'll, if you give him a 60, no matter what's going on in the game, he needs to touch bench. Like he needs to. But he just, he doesn't sub Saka. He never sub Saka. Yeah, I don't even know if this conversation is so paid. <laughs> oh man. Yes. Well, let's let's talk about Tottenham because yeah. that's what's on the horizon that we're kind of thinking, well, you know, as well as much as the PSV game is important, mm. Tottenham is super important. That one is it doesn't matter if it's friendly. Europa League, Champions League, mm. Premier League, like <laughs> this is bloodbath, this one. Yeah. So it's like at this point, Arsenal playing very well, Tottenham are playing very well. Like yeah. Straight up. Can Arsenal beat Tottenham? Can Arsenal win the North London derby? Yeah. I mean, yes, of course we can. Yeah, hundred percent. Um Tottenham have been playing well, but yeah, we're still a better team. We're still further along in our process. Um, and I, can't, I don't follow Tottenham, obviously, but I don't think they've had a, a crazy test yet. I think we're their first solid test. Mm. Um, they drew against Brentford away, which isn't a bad result. Obviously, they beat United, but we can see United aren't really much these days. So yeah. I think we're the first solid test that they're going to face. So we'll see what we make of them or what they make of us. But yes, we can beat them and, and we must beat them, especially at home. I just I can't take anything other than three points from that game. Yeah, um, I I will give them United 
because um, as much okay. as United are a bit cap right now, they mm. are still Manchester United. Um, okay. For all intensive purposes, they nearly took a point off us. They nearly took three points off us if they give us a blood, give Garnacho his goal. Yeah. Um, so I'll count United. I'll give them that. And like you said, they have been playing a better brand of football. Yeah. Um, they look better this season. They look more like a team. But we're at home. Where the mighty Arsenal, they shouldn't have anything, you know. Every this this game is one of their ones as well. Where we were talking about Ramsdale being out of the team, it's not an emotional situation. Ramsdale doesn't start. Ramsdale don't play because we've seen that emotion in him. And whereas sometimes it's good, um, it, it, I mean emotion in general, not necessarily from Ramsdale. Um, yeah. It's it's. It's a case of we have to manage the situation. We need to behave like we've been here before. We've been yeah. in Tottenham. We've yeah. beat Tottenham twice in the league last season. Mm. Um, and that has to continue. It just mm. has to continue. I, I think we just take the game like we're not necessarily playing Tottenham. Mm. Um, and we we just need to do some of our best work. Uh, what I tend to enjoy, especially last season about Tottenham, is it's not like what we just gave Everton it's not a one nil escape situation yeah we're very flamboyant against Tottenham yeah. uh, and especially like I say last season um but you know at the same time at home we haven't been super convincing mm. um it almost says already that you know you go to the bookies and put um, that we're not getting a clean sheet you probably uh, <laughs> yeah um, so we need to come with a serious 11 mm. going to um, peg these boys back because they have been on one and even their last game when it looked like all was lost you know I'm hearing was it Kule, what's his name Kuleveski Kuleveski yeah Kuleveski's here scoring 100 minute goals <laughs> crazy bro Gabriel Jesus bro like <laughs> allow it like so yeah it's, it's going to be a competitive game that is for mm. sure probably more competitive than what we got from Tottenham last season yeah, no, definitely. It's definitely a new look. Tottenham, they're playing a better brand of football, like you said. Um, and for some odd reason now, just us playing at home, it's, it shouldn't be like this. In a sense, we get a good, we get a lot of drive and, you know, we want to have the ball as we normally do. But, you know, there's a lot more gusto when we're at home because obviously we've got the crowd behind us. But I still just worry about these lapses of concentration or that desire to mm. go and put on a show and score just leaves us exposed. And I'm not even going to say anything bad about the game or about any like, you know, oh, if this happens, but we just need to be very, very much so concentrated on the day. And yeah, it goes back to our lineup against PSV. We need to get everything right. We need to manage who's playing against PSV up front. I know maybe the manager, maybe Mikel's just thinking, I don't know what you might not on. I'm playing the same 11 for the next like two games. Like, you know, these are two big games. I need my the best 11 they're going to play. And that might be the case. But again, you've got a fresh Tottenham who are playing well. We don't know what PSV is going to bring. And we don't want to be blowing, at, you know, 60, 65 minutes. The five subs thing does help. Don't get me wrong. It does help. But at the same time, you just want to make sure that it's different. If this was even like um, Chelsea, I, you, you want to win, but I wouldn't have the same energies because it's Tottenham at the end of the week. 
we, you know, it's it just has to be a win. No matter what happens, what may come, it has to be a win. So we just need to be extra careful about how we negotiate this week in terms of starting 11s. And Tottenham just has to be three points, just as it was for United, just as it was today, and how it will be against PSV. Amen. Amen. No, there's, there's, it's funny because as good as they're playing, obviously the guy that used to haunt us in Harry Kane is gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the same time, the guy that used to help us in Hugo Lloris is not there either. <laughs> um, you know, you know, he's still he's still there. Like they haven't sold him or anything. He's just what? not in the squads or anything. Really, I thought he left on like a. Well, I thought it was like a free transfer or something, or like his contract expired. I can check afterwards, but I don't think he's actually left. I so he's, he's just chilling. Yeah, I think he's just there, just collecting his last year wage. Just pay him some respect or something as club captain. Oh, you know, okay. but um, yeah, like I say, so it's it's a it's a different. It's almost a different Tottenham we're playing. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is this is what the Premier League requires. We have to come in here and just move to them quickly and and jog on. And yeah. whoever the next victim is post Tottenham, that's it. Uh, probably Carling Cup game mid is it midweek? Yeah, Brent, uh, Brentford one. away. It's just not, we just need a young Cambridge or something, you know what I mean? Like, exactly, you, you, just, you don't need it, man. But yeah, like, I would say, and the thing is that I know we're kind of projecting forward a bit. I'm obviously focusing on the Champions League and Tottenham, but I kind of want a cup run, even in the League Cup. I want yeah. us to take all trophies seriously. So I don't want us to think, oh, it's like, you know, we just need to rest, just see what happens. If we go out, we go out. No. Like, I want us to take everything seriously. I want us to be getting through the rounds and just, yeah, I just want us to see, I just want to see us take it seriously. So, yeah, I'm, it's, it's not going to be an easy, what's that, like seven, eight, nine days or whatever it will be in terms yeah. of our fixtures. Um, and yeah, this is this is the the bread and butter of a manager now. Arteta is going to really show us that, or hopefully show us that he's learnt with his rotation, with the management of players, um, and being able to bring in these fringe players. Because this is now the time that we mentioned previously about him speaking in the press about Smith Rowe and players not being happy about lack of minutes. You know that Brentford game, this Champions League game, Tottenham. This is now where we're expecting to see three, maybe four rotations a game or in terms of like subs and people that we haven't seen regularly coming on, because maybe maybe a Declan Rice plays 90 against PSV. I don't think he should, but mm. maybe that's where now a Jorginho starts the game. You know, maybe yeah. Jorginho starts and Rice gets to, sit, gets to sit down and he can come off. Or we get Mo and then he back out from, we blow the dust off him. No, I can't lie. lie. I can't lie. Declan Rice needs to start. Because you don't spend a hundred million and sell him on Champions League football and then not play him in the first match of Champions League. <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying about I think it's because if this was like how it was with Wenger days and we've been in Champions League, I think because it's gonna I can imagine on the Emirates they're gonna put on a big show, cry up, yeah. gonna have all the flashing lights, DJ Selenki's gonna be doing a madness and we'll, you know what I mean. So it's gonna be it's gonna be I don't think he's gonna take that away from the players who got us there. That's why I'm just thinking we're gonna go with our strongest team. But I just want to see management, in-game management, and hopefully just with a view towards Tottenham, um, that we're still able to have the legs to go again against them in, what's that, going to be like four days' time. Yeah. So, yeah. Boy, it's going to be interesting because this is this is the Premier League season now. And 
it's coming thick and fast. And yeah. I guess this is what we wanted. We wanted to be in this competition and this, that and the other, um, mm. playing these big games, making these big games meaningful to mm. us. Um, and now it's here. We haven't done too badly. I no. think the only thing, like we're saying, is just like we haven't clicked. We haven't really yeah. come into life yet. Um, we haven't had a, a big performance where we're just putting a team to the sword. Mm. But we're still keeping ourselves in and amongst them with good positive results. So um, yeah, yeah um, I can't I can't complain. It's, it's going to be exciting come midweek um, yeah. when the, you hear that Champions League music again and <sighs> Arsenal's out here. <laughs> <laughs> like tears, bro. Tears. It's been. It's actually been too long. Like, you know, we've read. Well, I did. We just took Champions League football for granted. Yeah. You know, it was just a norm. Like, oh yeah, Champions League fixtures. Champions League fixtures. Pot one Arsenal. Pot two Arsenal. Like, and so on and so forth. And now, this is the. It's back now. The last time was, I think that 2017-18 season. Mm. where we last beat Everton <laughs> when we were last in the Champions League. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. So it's just good to be back. Just hope there's no bad surprises yeah. um, and we can just get the job done and then get on to Tottenham in, in one piece. Um, and like you were saying, we haven't, well, we haven't clicked in my opinion, but I'm very happy at least that we're being competitive and even in the games where we're still nitpicking at the attack and maybe not being clinical, we're still controlling these games. You know, there's not a game I can say that well, we've been like, oh, like we haven't had the control of or we shouldn't have won, even with Fulham, that we got the draw. You know, we just switched off on So there, we should have won every game so far. Bar one we have. And obviously long may that continue until we we soon and shortly will get to the, the champions. So, yeah, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. We shall, we shall. Um, don't, don't dampen the mood, please. Yeah, no, no, no. Hi, hi, hi. Let's stay positive. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, big up Arsenal. Um, I guess just all the all the best to the boys this week. They mm. work over the last two, three seasons and stuff has has really um, it's culminated. This is this is like it's like a final in itself. It's, it's a yeah. big occasion. It's a, it's a brand new adventure for a lot of these men that yeah. have never seen Champions League football, whether they're Hayland boys or or not. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only a handful of boys in our team that have actually seen this competition live or with maybe Crazy. one that has won it before. Yeah, in Habits. Don't, don't know if we have got yeah, Jorginho, he must have been in that team as well. Yeah, the Chelsea one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so what two men in a 25 man squad that have yeah. won this competition? They've they've lifted that trophy. Mm. Um, and maybe it's just a couple more that have actually played in this competition before. Yeah. So, the vast majority, this is a brand new adventure. So, all the best, make us make us proud in it. <laughs> like, Definitely. no egg on our face, no dropping into Europa League. Um, no, 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 no. I mean, the, the eyes are going to be absolutely on us because, you know, we'll probably be the pick of the games. Um, I don't know if Newcastle will play the same day as us because I know their group's crazy. But just in terms of us, uh, how long we've been out and obviously making sure that we win because, you know, everyone wants a story with Arsenal of us underperforming and, oh, fairy tale night ends in ruin or whatever. And, you know, mm. we just don't need that. PSV are a are a fine team, but they're not on our level. Yeah, let's just call a spade a spade. They're not on our level, and we should be sending them back to the Netherlands with their tail, tails between their legs. 
you know what I mean? Going back to face Twente or whatever team it is they play. FC Twente. <laughs> whatever. Like, <laughs> send them back there packing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Up big Venus. facts. Big facts. Guys, that's the episode done in the bag. Um, another episode for the Cannon Club podcast. Make mm-hmm. sure you have subscribed and you're following us. Like we said, there's now a review podcast of the matches and we hope to keep that up. So after every match, there should be a review podcast that's out. And then, of course, you've got your regular um, chats with myself and Paul um, coming out as well during the week. So, yeah, lots of podcasts coming out. Make sure you give us a review. Tell your friends mm. and your family about it, especially if they're gunners as well. Let them follow mm. along um, and head over to the YouTube as well. If you just want to watch um, the podcast and each of the discussions, you can catch it there at Cannon Club on YouTube. We'll be back same time next week. Come on, you gunners. Let's embark on this Champions League journey. Oi, look at Arteta's squad We just got on a pitch and we say it off I used to just want to get top four But we're up now when I want a lot more If we quit now, it was all for nothing They talk big but we call them bluffing We can call no more discussion This season's all or nothing Bukayo, that's our boy I told you that Saka's a star boy Tech time, could we come in?